one rental at a time. And hey, we did our live Q&A session yesterday. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I think we had uh, almost 100 people on it at the time, and I think over 1,000 people have already gone through it. So thank you for the support. Uh, what I did get just after completing that event was a nice comment uh, from a follower that apparently was too long to put in the live chat. Uh, if you don't know already, 8 a.m. Saturdays, uh, I go through and just answer your questions. You basically put it in the chat and uh, we go through that together. So he basically sent me a comment on the Daily Financial News with Jess. We will start at 7.30. <clears throat> I wanted to read it because I think it could apply to a lot of you. If you've been following my channel for any length of time, you know that I do not do not, do not believe that we will have a national housing crash. Anything close to what we had in, you know, 07, 08, 09, 10, whatever, whatever your time frame is. However, as I have said many times, I do think there may be some local economies, some local markets that got extended that could be in for an adjustment. Uh, to clean up the vocabulary, a crash to me is 40%, you know, maybe 30% or more. An adjustment is down 10%, not to split hair. So what I wanted to do was read this question to you. Have you think about your market? Uh, because while it's interesting to talk about the national market, it's interesting to kind of think about the future. It really only matters about your market, right? At the end of the day, if the national housing market goes up 20%, but Fresno, California, for whatever reason, fell 20%, I would have a pretty miserable day, right? I'm in one market. I, I do one thing. So let me read this question. I'm just going to read it verbatim. We're going to, I'll stop at different points to kind of go through it. So I'm going to read it over here on my computer. Uh, Michael, I really wanted to include this question below in your live Q&A session today, but when I attempted to paste it into the question field, it wound up being too many characters and I couldn't submit it. I didn't even know there was a limit, but apparently there is. Uh, I couldn't shorten it and provide the appropriate background for the question. I'm hoping you can respond to it here briefly and then maybe next Saturday address it more fully in your live Q&A session. Good news, I'm not waiting till next week. I'm answering it for you today because it was a very thoughtful question. Uh, the question I wanted to raise is as follows. Okay. You've stated many times that there will be no real estate crash as a result of the pandemic. Yes, no national real estate crash. The numbers don't work. The only thing that can crash the national housing market is 30-year interest rates going to 6% or greater in the span of 14 days, right? It would have to race higher and catch everybody off guard. Instead, you expect the air to be let out of the balloon slowly. I think that is a fair thing. I think... Prices are going to go higher. Interest rates going to go higher. That's going to impact affordability, and affordability means less yes answers. I do, and, and I think inventory is going to go up at the same time. With that in mind, consider this. Okay, in the city where I, the city where I buy my rental properties, the prices have literally doubled and tripled. Congratulations. Nothing wrong with that. I wish I wish everybody's properties doubled or tripled. That's cool. I'm not exaggerating. I have purchased multiple two-bedroom houses in this city for between 35 and 40 grand. Wow, 35 to 40 grand for a 2-1. That's a pretty good deal. Uh, 2017 to 2019. 
wow. What do you think? 40 grand, two bedroom, one bath house. I don't know, call it 40 grand. Seems pretty cheap to me. Uh, what else we got? The city I'm referring to is on the border of Detroit, Michigan, hence the low prices. Eh. If I would have guessed, I would have certainly guessed Midwest. I probably would have guessed Detroit, probably. Uh, so I don't know what he means by border of Detroit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, now, two-bedroom houses are listing and selling. Good for you. Uh, they're for over 100K and as much as 120K. Yeah, that's that's a double, right? Buy for 40, sell for 100. That's not a bad day. Uh, Three-bedroom houses have similarly doubled and tripled in prices. Okay. As a result of these extraordinary price increases, I've stopped purchasing properties and I'm waiting for these prices to fall. Mm, okay. I don't know why. Okay. All right. We'll see. Uh, am I crazy for waiting for a crash to occur in this specific city? Does your prediction that there will be no pandemic-related crash relate to the country overall and therefore leave open the possibility that there could be small localized crashes? Yeah. So there's a lot in that statement. So yes, I'm talking nationally and national numbers have nothing to do with local numbers. You need to learn your market. You need to do your work. Um, again, as I said earlier, the nation could go up 20%, but if Fresno fell 20%, I would be having a bad day. Uh, I don't expect prices to go all the way back down to 35 for a two-bedroom and 45 for threes uh, as they once were, but I do expect them to drop precipitously from where they are today. Am I being foolish for waiting? Well, I don't know. I don't know your market. I've read about Detroit. I've read about Michigan. So uh, when I look at this question, um, I think there's a couple of things I would ask. And I don't, know who, I don't know who wrote this. But anyways, what I would ask, again, my assumption, so you were buying a house for 40K in 2017. What I remember about Michigan and a lot of Midwest countries as we were coming out of this crash is banks. Banks did not want a loan in those areas. Um, they were suffering losses. Um, so you had to buy cash. You're saying that you bought for 35 to 40K, but you don't tell me if you paid cash or if you financed. That's important. Um, the analogy holds for condos as well. So, for example, uh, back in 2010, a lot of condos went bust and you couldn't get FHA financing on them. So condos were selling at cash value. Cash value is a lot less than lending value. But as the condo came out, as HOA was paid, the condos could get financed. Once you could finance something, the prices explode because a lot of people, most people, don't have 35 or 40 grand to pay cash and then do all the repairs. They want to do loans. I want to put eight grand or 10 grand or five grand down. So, one of the guesses I have for you is people were buying cash in 2017, and today people are financing homes at 100 grand or 120K. If that's true, the first thing I would tell you or advise is what do you think the chances are that lending goes away? If lending goes away in this town near Detroit, yeah, prices could drop in half easily. 
I don't see that happening. I don't see a lending environment where we have bad loans happening, but maybe. Second, I'm willing to bet that the condition of your 40K purchases in 17 are nothing close to the condition of your 100K purchases in 2021. Financing is very different. A cash buyer will buy junk. A bank will not finance junk. So my guess is the condition of your two ones are vastly different. It doesn't make up for the $60,000 delta, but it certainly makes up some of that. Other things to realize is interest rates are down, right? Go look up the interest rate 2017, I think was over 6%. Today it's three. Payments are down. Um, yeah, so there's lots of reasons to say that 2017 prices were abnormally low because you couldn't get loans and that maybe 2020, 2021 prices are fair. Think about all the external buyers and the like. Um, think about the interest rate. Think about the terms. Um, I think what this reader has done or this follower has done is anchored on historical prices not realizing that the environment was completely different and it has completely changed on him for the better, right? He's, I mean, buying a house for 40 grand, it's worth a hundred. That doesn't suck. That's not bad. But to assume it's going to go down when the lending is still there, when interest is still there. The one thing I would try to figure out that's not in here is population, right? Is the city growing or shrinking? Uh, is is the economy different? Because 2017, you know, maybe the population is down 20%. I have no idea. Uh, if population is down, yeah, you're going to have a, a, a real estate problem eventually. But maybe the population is up. Maybe manufacturing is coming back. I don't know. So I don't, you know, I don't know anything about this market. If this was mine, um, I tend to believe that 100 to 120 is a much fairer price. Than the uh, than you know, all the ones I bought before. So I don't know. I don't know that I have enough data to say that could your local market crash. But those are the things I would think about. So again, I think you got a deal. I think you got a deal because you could pay cash. I think lending has come back. I think investors have come back. I think if you know Fannie and Freddie are loaning on new homes. So yeah, I don't. Um, I, the thing I don't have in your comment is what's going on with the population, what's going on with jobs. If, if unemployment's like 15%, problem. If um, population is down, problem. If the biggest employer is, is moving to China, problem. Uh, all those things I don't have. But uh, that's, that's my thought. Thank you for watching the channel and leaving your question. Uh, sorry you couldn't leave it yesterday. Hope you have a great day. We will be doing the daily financial news in about 15 minutes. Take care, everyone. Bye.